It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like. What did Kyrie Irving insinuate about Celtics fans? It was a little, a little mm. uncomfortable. Boston fans. Eh? Ken Levick alive mm. with Coquel. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. The podcast is right there for you at the conclusion of every day's show, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple or Spotify or anything. Or you could just subscribe and get it right to your phone. Make it easy for yourself. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel podcast every single day. Here on ESPN 106.3. Joe Rigotti sitting in with us today, uh, as he does on a Wednesday. We thank him for uh, doing excellent work producing this show. Uh, and so Kyrie Irving, as we get prepared, Coquel, uh, for <laughs> a, a return to Boston that Celtics fans, I think, have been salivating over and one that Kyrie has not necessarily been looking forward to, well, it's going to happen. And the Brooklyn Nets are up two games to none in their series against the Celtics. It has not really been all that competitive. Uh, the Nets are the clearly superior team. Um, Kyrie was asked about him going back to TD Garden for the very first time later this week for Game 3 and was asked about the type of reaction he felt he was going to get. And this is what Kyrie Irving had to say. I mean, it's not my first time being an opponent in, in Boston. You know, I'm just looking forward to competing with my teammates. And, um, you know, hopefully we can just keep it strictly basketball. You know, there's no belligerence or any racism going on, subtle racism and people yelling from the crowd. Is it something you've experienced in Boston before? I'm not the only one that could attest to this, but it's just, you know, it it won't. It it is what it is. Uh, That the the R word comes out of nowhere. Uh, people being belligerent and uh, the racism. It was so casually thrown in there that it, it when Kyrie says, like, I'm not the only one who can vouch for this, like, it almost seems like the way he says it, it's a known thing. Like, hey, you're going to go to Boston. There's going to be some racism. That was, that was a really stark revelation, a call-out, a, hey, Boston fans, Celtics fans, this is this is you. That was bold, Coquel. That was incredibly bold on Kyrie Irving's part. And the disturbing part is, is how casual it came out. How it was just part of his conversation. Like, oh yeah, and, and the racism. You all know it's there. And then the, they'll laugh at the end because that's it's a defense mechanism to laugh at, at that how how it is in Boston and how they all know and everyone knows how it is in Boston. To, for uh, well, with the fan base, and I think there is there is, there is a perception. There, there absolutely is a perception, and I'm not a huge perception is reality. Uh, like that's the the I absolute. Am. I I'm not. I'm not, and I actually don't like the perception is reality thing. But I do. There is an overwhelming reputation that Boston has received, especially from a sports standpoint, that racism is pretty prevalent those Kyrie quotes I mean that's the first time that I can remember like in season in just a random sit-down interview someone flat out saying like oh yeah the uh the racism leave that at home he played there and he's calling it out and it's not I mean we've seen it called out before 
Adam Jones of the Orioles called it out where he said that a fan threw a bag of peanuts at him and called him the N-word a handful of times. Thanks. That's pretty awesome. Um, like so, But that's after the fact. Kyrie's saying before. That's what it makes this is that he knows it's going to happen. Right. It's not like, oh, my God, this just happened. It's I know I'm going to Boston, and this is what happens when we go to Boston. I'm I'm not going to like, – I, I don't want to sit here and flamethrow uh, Boston fans, okay? I actually want it because I know that they're – Coquelli, you know as well. And we talk to them almost every day. There are a lot of New Englanders, a lot of Boston fans, a lot of Celtics fans that listen to this station, listen to this show. I just – what I want to get is I want to get a perspective – from Boston fans, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Is this a, a reputation that you feel is that you feel is accurate? Is this a, a reputation that you feel is what Kyrie Irving is saying accurate? Does it happen? Um, and what... Why is this a thing still? Like, what? What is I mean, the the Boston if, fan reaction to this? Because that's a call out, Coquel. That's a legit call out. A legit. Hey, I'm telling the world, and I'm throwing racist on it. And these are Celtics fans, and I'm not the only one who says it. Like, what is the reaction from Boston fans to that? Because that is a a big time severe call out. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Here's the thing, though. It's staggering to us as two white guys sitting here that he just called it out so casually. But I, being in a mixed marriage, I'm going to go to that. My wife is black. I am white. When we see the casual racism that just goes on every day, I get floored by it. And she's like, what? Like, this is my everyday life. Like, it's no big deal. It is just a casual. This is what happens when I go to the store. And I'm like, Wait, what? Why, why are people staring at us? Why are people doing this? Why is that security guard following you and Dylan around my Ooh. son? Like, those are things that I'm floored by. And she's like, no, this is life in America. So to, for him to call out Boston's fans, a place that's known as being racist, that, again, Adam Jones said called out for being racist. We've heard other athletes back Adam Jones up. I'm not that shocked that he did it. And I'm to get rid of the perception, if Boston fans want to get rid of it, they need to start calling it out. The Boston fans. If America wants to get rid of it, it's not on black people to keep calling it out. Yeah. It's on American white people and other people to start calling it out. That's when, that's when those perceptions will go away is when – the majority becomes, I'm not just going to not say the racist things. I'm going to stand up against the racist things. So it obviously is, I mean, it's a bad reputation for a fan base. Boston fans have a reputation. There is a, a racist reputation. Kyrie Irving just flat out called it out. Um, uh, is there a fan base like that, though, it, just in a similar vein that carries that type of poor reputation and I know we're bagging on Boston a little bit here, but are there any fan bases that compare to that from that standpoint? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And again, Boston fans, New Englanders, how do you how do you react to Kyrie Irving flat out calling you out? And Coquel, I'll ask you, does it help if Kyrie or some of the players uh, that have experienced this call out the exact instances, the details to to help further um, uh, it, it expose what takes place. This is why I think it, it doesn't help. I think it's good, and I think it should be done. This is why I don't think it'll get the result that should happen, though. It's more of a word a way I want to word it. Look at everything that happened over this past couple years in America, and how many times did 
being white guys, did you talk to other white people who are like, oh, I just wish it wasn't in our sports. Oh, I wish it just wasn't in on the news all the way. I just want to change the channel. I need an escape from it. Because we can get the escape. That's the difference. So until people don't just, ah, well, I'm just not going to listen to it. And I'm going to turn the page. Then change can be made. When you're a person of color, you can't just change the channel. You can't just ignore it because it's at you all the time. There is no escape from it. So with him calling it out, I like that he's doing it. But until people say, I don't, until we stop getting the reaction of, I don't want it in my sports. I don't want it in my news. I don't want it in my TV shows. Until we stop getting that reaction and people but, say, I don't want it to be a reality. That's when the problem will be solved. I, I, I think that obviously that is, that is the goal. But when Kyrie comes back and says, it is what it is and cuts off the conversation there, that's not helpful. Why? Because, what is he supposed to say? I mean, if, if it is indeed casual racism, an example of that would, would be uh, welcome. Like what, what exactly is he so talking every, about? Every time he faces racism in every city, he's supposed to talk. No, and you, but I'm not, and you don't I'm think not every saying that. That's these, not what I'm saying. And you don't think sports talk people all over the country are then going to start ripping Kyrie more? But that's not what I'm saying that every time it happens. But a couple of examples, I think, would really help but to give perspective and context to what Kyrie is talking about as opposed to a laughter and it is what it is. You heard him laugh and you heard someone in the distance laugh. I would put money on it that the person in the distance is a person of color laughing because they've experienced it too. I bet you it was another player or just someone else who, who understands the situation. Because what else can he do besides just bring it up and just – Call out every single time someone says something. Look what happened when Russell Westbrook called it out. What was that, in Utah? Mm-hmm. People started to bash Russ for it, saying he shouldn't interact with the fans. It's a no-win situation, so he's laughing it off almost to take the power back as if this isn't hurting me. Boston fans, how do you react to the Kyrie Irving racist call-out? And also, what are, what are some of the other bad fan base reputations in sports 888-760-3776 i just know yesterday from the conversation we were having and you did it too uh oh heat fans don't show up until halftime i tell you what i'd rather have that reputation uh being bad fans than i would uh having a reputation as a racist fan base right like uh, if you're gonna weigh the two there uh yeah you'd rather be the I fan that, that doesn't care enough to show up on time like and, heat fans and i i believe though that we had someone from new england rip heat fans for being bad fans i'd rather them be bad fans than fans where a superstar who used to play for you a golden child who used to play for you is saying that you're racist don't you see a lot of clubs in this in football or soccer don't you see a lot of clubs that have this reputation Mm -hmm. doesn't it affect it there so what's the thought in in that world or is it just accepted as it is what it is uh i think that uh, i mean you're into soccer yeah you you follow and you're a soccer announcer on espn plus right what they do though is they punish they punish clubs if there is a fan that is heard using a racist slur they will punish the club um take them out of tournaments Empty stadiums for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Like they, it in Europe, they had that off immediately. Well, it becomes a, a huge they, they deal. They became a deal. They started to head it off immediately yeah. because it was out of control. Right, it was out of control. But they, that was their reaction to it. But here, should they do that here? Yes, they, yes, they should. But will they? Absolutely not. Because you of know, the money issue. Yeah, for sure. 
And do you understand the backlash there would be if if Boston said no fans at TD Garden? Not happening. The NBA said not for a week because someone dropped an N-word or said something racist. Uh, do you understand the blow-up on cable news television, on social media, all of the nonsense on social media? It would just further completely tear apart fabric of what we think is is the American lifestyle and American discussion on social matters. But would it cause change? Probably not. You don't think so? You don't think fans would stop doing it knowing that if they get caught doing it, their arena is going to be emptied? We couldn't even get people to wear a mask for a year. You think people are going to leave their racial epitaphs at home because there was a week where they had to clear out an arena? No way. It wasn't. My freedoms, because you know what you'll get? Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. That's not what freedom, freedom of speech, speech is. is. I, exactly. I know, I know that's you what we'll yeah. get. I mean, but there wasn't that long ago where that stuff was a little bit more closeted. You know what I mean? It's very much more out in the open now. Well, it, here's the thing with Kyrie, though. He said it, and I wonder if it's going to make a difference. The, the, the racism that he faced, even as a player, or saw other players face, if he is, because he called it out, going to face less of that when he gets to Boston, or if that's going to cause it to be a bit more severe once the Nets go to Boston later this week for games three and four. But either way, like that's the most direct the direct call-out before a potential incident happens that I maybe have ever seen from a pro athlete. But you're right, because it's Kyrie, though, too. Like There's a lot of people that are you know, willing to dismiss Kyrie Irving because, oh, go take another sabbatical. Uh, weird guy, doesn't really care about the game. Uh, oh, he has all these weird thoughts. Flat earther. I guess. Putting Sage in the arena. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Will... He's going to get booed anyway going back to Boston. Is it going to be that much worse now because he spoke out against racism? And I think it will be. Well, and, I, and I think it's going to be hidden behind these booing him because he's a former Celtic. I think he's going to get booed that much more for calling out the racism that was in front of him. I just really, like, I want a New Englander. I want a Celtics fan. I want a Boston fan to tell me if they are aware of this reputation of Boston fans. Because obviously Kyrie's saying it's not the first time that I've heard it. I try to be... Uh, a little bit uh, cautious with things like this, but Kyrie Irving said it. Like he sat down with Rachel Nichols and he said it. Are you aware of this reputation? And how would you respond to Kyrie Irving? For those of you down here, sports fans, New Englanders, Boston fans in particular, how do you respond to Kyrie Irving throwing out? Yeah, there's racism. Racism in the arena. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm going to be about as shameless as ever as someone who's involved in the programming here. If you want to hear those boos, you can hear them right here on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Coverage starting at 7.30 Friday night. You hear Pat Lawler every Tuesday here on Ken Levick Live. Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. And when you're injured in an accident, it's pretty overwhelming. There's a lot of questions to be asked and a lot of questions to be answered. And that's where Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys come in over 28 years of trial experience lawler and associates help their clients get the compensation they deserve period automobile boat or motorcycle accident slip and fall or personal injury lawler and associates they have the expertise the resources and the desire to help call 561-372-3500 or visit lawler and associates at want to lawyerup.com want to lawyerup.com for a free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com. Again, I'm just more curious, and this is one of the things we did it last week, Coquel. Well, I'm willing to just kind of listen. I just want to I want to listen and understand from Boston fans, because Kyrie, that's a flat-out call-out. Are you aware of the racist reputation or the racism reputation that the fan bases up there have? And how do you respond to that with Kyrie and him calling it out? Is it going to make things – it has hit – 
has it further inflamed things later this week? Or do you think that the people are going to be more cognizant of that uh, because Kyrie called it out? Let's go to Lillian in Boston. What's up, Lillian? Hey, what's up? Um, I'm glad that he basically said it instead of pretending that it's not there. Um, I have to say, Boston fans, we're pretty civil, Mm -hmm. okay? We're pretty civil. And like any sports, people will say things sometimes. And, you know, at the heat of the moment, they'll say it. As long as it's not a problem when somebody, you know, talks back and says the same level of insults, if you don't mind, you know that the guy that you just insulted with a racial slur calls you uh, white trash, hey, he's all fair game. You know, it has to be approved across the board. As long as they're not cherry-picking who can say what. But it's, it's a game. In sports, people, sometimes they'll say things. So, wait, you think because it's a sports game, you can call Kyrie, not you personally, fans can call Kyrie whatever they want using racial words no, towards him? No, no, no. I'm just saying during the game, people say things. I, I don't approve the fans, you know, insulting sure, someone sure. using a racist alert. Not at all. And what I'm saying is as a sports fan, a, you know, a Boston resident, my family, they're a Celtics fan. They like the Red Sox. They like the Patriots. And I have been to those games. And people are pretty civil. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and I appreciate the call, Lillian. I think that it's it's a matter of, <laughs> one, being cognizant of what's being said. That's hard to do in uh, crowds of people that have been drinking. But also, to me, like, I, don't, I don't see the fun in going back and forth with an athlete. Like, I'm not there to trash talk an athlete. And you would think that it's a pretty, like, it should be basic human instinct to know when things have gone to a level where it's and and I want to be clear too. White trash is certainly not the same. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Okay. I, was I mean, say, I just want to make sure that there, we're clear on there that. There is right? no equivalent there. No, that's the that's the thing. And even if there was, if there was an equivalent, I don't approve either side. It's just because both are doing it. I'm like, all right, well, yeah. it's fine. And I I this is a reputation, but by a reputation, I I completely understand. We're not talking about all. We're not even talking close to all. But. It seems like this is something that has happened, and over the years, it is compounded and compounded and compounded, and I don't know if it's accurate or not. That's why I'm listening. That's why I want to get a feel from New Englanders, and I know the the, uh, prepa- uh, the, the the tendency is going to be defend the fan base, but I also, are you aware of it? Are you cognizant of it, and have you seen it? Do you think that Boston fans, maybe more so than any other fan base, uh, need to pay attention to these things because that reputation is there. Do you think Boston fans, your own, are worse than other fan bases? I think it's a legitimate question that I actually am trying to be educated on. And the only reason is Kyrie Irving, major platform, called it out, said the word racism when discussing Boston fans. So I'm trying to learn on this. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. When we come back, the cringiest things in sports. And man, if you're in politics, please stop trying to trash talk on a sports level. Stick to politics. And we promise, though, let's just get this because I want to change the tempo a little bit, too. This isn't this is a politician saying something that has nothing to do with politics. The next segment isn't really about politics. Yeah, we no, there? it's not. It's All of this segment, I don't want people to think we're now we're having a politics. Well, that debate. wasn't about politics. That was about sports as well. I, I get you, but I just want to make sure we're gonna have some fun. But this is the true. This is the true. Stay in your lane. Like, just trust me. When you hear 
what we're about to play, you're going to cringe and you're going to have that weird butterfly in your stomach. And you're going to say, oh, that was awful. East Coast Cal, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.